Vibe with Edmond Norris. So yeah, guys, yeah, welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Edmond Norris podcast. I'm your host and I'm still the coolest boy in the world, Edmond Norris. So guys, this episode is a very special episode. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. This is the number one football podcast in Nigeria and some other countries. I don't even know all the other countries, but... Um, so normally I will get two football fans of the two biggest clubs that played at the weekend and will come in, in the studio and we will talk and I will publish as an episode but this time I decided to try something different so that's the reason for the delay in publishing the episodes because I've had to I've had to change my whole process so what I did this time was I, I decided to I went on Twitter and I hosted a football space Immediately after the Afcon final, so I took I've, t- I've taken that conversation and I'm going to publish it on the podcast as an as an episode and it's a lot of fun, a lot of I, I don't know how many guests I've, I had on this episode because like I spoke to a lot of different football fans so you get to hear a lot of different football opinions on by the end of this episode though you're going to know the Afcon who takes the first penalty for for in a penalty shootout who takes the first penalty. Is it the best player or does the best player take the last penalty? Because that's a debate that's been going on on Twitter for a while now. So I, I wanted to have that conversation. So you're going to hear that conversation. And if you're listening, please don't forget to tweet at me with your thoughts. I want to hear what you think. I want to see what you think about that. Messi's form at PSG was also talked about. Everybody knows that Messi has not really been scoring at League One. Yet. He has only scored by the weekend. But like he has just two goals so far a lot of people are saying it's coming back to full fitness so what's really happening with him so you you're going to hear that a lot and then you're going to hear a lot of barcelona talk because <laughs> i spoke to a lot of barcelona fans immediately after their for immediately after our 4-2 win against atletico madrid so you're going to hear that as well then this contract issue was was discussed heavily here so i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation this is the first time i'm doing it so i want to see how give me your feedback tell me what you think about it if you listen and you like it tell me what you think i want to i want to know what you think so i know if it's something we should be doing from time to time going forward um before i let you guys go though very 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 important announcement my first digital course how to launch market and monetize your podcast is going to be available for ordering february 11th so from the 11th everybody is going to be able to order it i am going to be giving myself and my team going to be giving free one month podcast coaching to the first 10 people that buy this course so this is a very very serious it's a very beautiful offer so if you have a friend you know somebody that wants to start their podcast i want to go into podcasting i've produced over 100 podcast episodes and i know my onion you get what i'm saying so you want them to learn from me so tell them about the offer and don't make them miss it so let me allow you guys to enjoy the conversation and i'll see you at the end man i'm good i'm all right i'm just just it's, it's a happy night for for me i'm i'm happy for sadio man i'm happy for the senegal team as well most important thing is more egypt they don't carry this entire made and rest <laughs> Um, yeah, so and it's just good for. It. So, so you want us? You want us to? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I, no, no doubt on that. I just, I really, really wanted them to win. If, if I say Egypt win, everybody was just quiet because more how many times now? Um, people were saying that oh, Egypt will still win. Egypt will still win. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy Senegal like stood their ground and, and they deserved it to be honest. And uh, this, this team, if they didn't win it with this team, I don't, I don't know what team they will win it because in the next. Before the next Afcon, I'm sure some of the guys would have been going off their peak and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, this this basically is their time. Yeah. All right. Um, I want I want to ask you something that is, is a conversation that I've been having a lot on Twitter in the past throughout this tournament and literally like offline too. Yeah. Who who takes the first penalty? Mate, that's that's tough. That's tough. I know Because if I'm Salah now, if I'm Salah now, I'm saying that my teammates have missed the penalties. I think they missed two penalties, and I'm literally the best penalty taker May, like, no just go and take the first penalty man I think Salah should have yeah he didn't take the first he didn't take the second he didn't take the third after they missed the third isn't it he should have taken the fourth and then he was still waiting to take the fifth. I don't. I don't understand it. This this is now they do now. Yeah, they they always wonder why they go. Why they wait to the last one. I I, I always find it very funny because like yeah, it's actually funny during, during the game. They will be the ones to rush and take the ball. Everybody leaves the ball for them. Yeah, yeah. Now is the penalty penalty shootout. Now the best player should 
play, play the first penalty. Yeah, I think is that the best. I think the, I think I'm coming. Yeah, go ahead. Because the the first penalty sets the tune for how the other penalties go. Exactly. Sometimes teams never even recover from from missing the the first penalty. I know a lot of people will come back and say that oh um the pressure pressure with the first penalty. So, but a lot of times, like we've seen with Salah, like we've seen with Salah today, I think there was another team during the Afcon. That they never even got the chance to get to, 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 the, it, yeah. to the fifth penalty. Mm. Do you mm. understand? So, like, why not take the one that you can see? So, I will never understand why people are saying that, like, your best player should take the fifth penalty. It's, it's ludicrous to me. Yeah, you know, you know the reason now is for them to take the glory, basically. Oh, they've taken the most pressured penalty, and then they've. Please, anybody uh, else they, have, has an opinion that is not that 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 is not the one I'm having. Please, in the case, so I can allow you to speak and express yourself. Because, like, really. I want to hear the thought process behind that fifth penalty. It never makes sense to me. So if you can, if you can provide an argument that that, that is going to convince us, please indicate. Bubbles, good evening. Bubbles, have, have you spoken before? You're a Barcelona fan. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Did you see? Did you see the Afcon? Yeah, I I, I saw it. It just it just ended. Yeah. Okay, uh, thoughts I, on this. I, on this fifth penalty thing. I I actually agree with strategy, but. Also, I think it's there. There are lots of moving parts when it comes to penalties. Maybe the coach, uh, the coaching staff, have like a schedule for who takes the first penalty or or not. But I know I know it differs from team to team, sure. But for top players, they are always trying to take the last one. Mane took the last one today. Salah was waiting to take the last one as well. Ronaldo always takes the last one, but well. I wouldn't be a Barcelona fan if I didn't bring Messi into this. Messi takes the first penalty, which that in itself is the hardest penalty to take. But well, but people people will never agree though. They always feel like the one that wins. higher <laughs> because no, I I don't I don't think. The, let me come here. Sorry, I don't think that it is the hardest. I I don't think that is. I think that I think that the fifth is the hardest. Yeah, because of the pressure, because of everything that comes with it. Yeah. But I think for me now is is being the most important. You get the most important because the first literally sets the tone. If the first person doesn't score, the fifth person does not get the opportunity to take that hard penalty. So why don't you put your best foot forward? But Edmund, I I I I like to pick your brain on that because when you say um, that uh, the 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 fifth is harder than the first. I don't think that you would get a fifth penalty if you fumble your first penalty. So, I, I, I it's just my thought, Shala. You know what? If you set the foundation and you set the tone right, someone might get the chance to play the fifth one. I don't, I don't think in tournaments like this, people remember who takes what penalty. It's what team that won that people yeah, are... No, yeah, I was going to come in with regards to the hardest penalty. I think... Yeah, we just we're saying it just without the penalty taking place. I think the hardest penalty, whilst the penalty is taking place, is the one after the team has missed one penalty. So if you miss a penalty and your yeah, opening the, the, the next penalty is the most difficult. You understand? So that's where I that's where I thought Salah would have taken the fourth penalty. Because mm -hmm. they had missed the third one and Senegal has scored. And then he should have taken the fourth one. He should have taken that one, that the, 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 the second one that he missed. That's the one he should have taken. But he was still waiting to basically get all the glory. That's the one that will now bring them back to life again. That's the hardest one. You understand what so I mean? You so see, that, you see, because this thing, the way life is, is I know him. If I'm in his shoes, this is what I'm feeling. I will always feel that regret for the rest of my life. And anytime I come back to this thing, I will have just been telling myself that I should have taken one. I should have taken one. I should have taken one. I should have stepped up. But let's hear what Mino has to say. Mino, good evening. Hello, Mino. I mean, Mipo. Uh, Mipo, actually. Hello, um, hi, everybody. Actually, my, my opinion is quite different from what everybody has been saying. Okay, so let's um, technically, um, technically, I believe it also has to do with the mentality. And Simon is saying, oh, the hardest penalty, the hardest penalty. Everyone is forgetting the mentality, which actually now gives birth to determination and the zeal. For example, now, after missing one penalty, the keeper knows one thing. I just need to save a penalty. That's where the ginger comes from. Yeah. Getting hyped. It also has to do with the mentality as well. It's not about probably the hardest penalty or whatever it, it might be. 
Forget the first penalty, forget the fifth penalty. What's the mentality of the players stepping up to take the pen? What's the mentality of the goalkeeper in post? Well, the, thing is, the, the thing is, sorry, let me... Watch it, Mendy at Chelsea. This guy does not save pens. And he has Hello? never Hello? saved... Please of, all, finish up. of all the pens, he has never saved any. I, I wasn't even expecting him to save. But seeing that, oh, these guys, they've missed the cord. He needs to save something. He saved it, technically. That's a monster mentality. Today. Looking at Mania as well. No one knows it's it's a youth thing to actually step up and score after missing during the game as well. Technically, personally, I believe he has to do with the mentality. All right, Fre- Freddy, Freddy, go on. Yeah, what I was gonna what I was gonna add was basically um, what, what what she's saying makes sense. Um, is it true? That's what that's exactly what I was saying with regards to when a team misses a penalty, the next penalty becomes very difficult. Um, but what happens is before the penalty has started these players they already know which position they're going to be in they're going to know they're going to know if they're taking the first or the fifth um, especially the best players they just decide that they want to take the last one or they want to take the first one so the another thing we need to understand the, the manager doesn't necessarily say okay you're going to take this you're going to take that one he lets them know which one they want to take they they agree with themselves most of the time that's how it is with, with penalty shootouts i remember if you if you guys remember the um Euro, Euro penalty shooter with England. Um, basically, it was the players that decided, Saka decided he was going to take the last one. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're right. It's the mentality thing. Um, they they decide amongst themselves. Um, but what we're talking about is we feel like the best players should be the ones to like start start the penalty shootout so the other players can follow up. Basically, that's that's what that's what that's how I see it, and I think that's what that's what Edmond is saying as well. Um, because right, you um, wait, you wait, and then you don't. It doesn't even get to you. Like Salah didn't take a penalty today. I'm sure it's gonna be like eking him. Like how did that not even take one? Um, that's why I felt like that fourth penalty should have been him. That should have been the one that he was gonna take, and then give his team a lifeline at least. Um, if if Senegal scores, and then they still have the fifth penalty to take, but he rather decided to wait till the last one, which never came. So Fred, 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 can I say is your name Fred? Did I get that yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I just wanted to add that I I I quite agree with what you just said, but I also think that he he couldn't have changed um the schedule for the penalty take because it can also be counterproductive because when you tell your teammates that you know what, let me go and take the fourth penalty while you take the last one because someone just lost. But, but they, they did change it, though. Did you do you know? I think they did change it in between. They, I, I, I don't I don't know that, but yeah, I, I, I just feel like I just feel like that can be counterproductive. That uh, instead of you to get true. a positive result, the person that is supposed to take that penalty can start to uh, get scared, get cold feet, become low in confidence because come on, he might have made up his mind that you know what, I'm just going to put it in the top left corner, I'm going to put it in the middle, and then you just come to meet him and say, Oh my guy, um, make I go run that penalty. It might just right. guys, enough, of, enough, enough of the penalty talk. I think everybody has reasons why they are doing it. I don't know. This these coaches will have their reasons, but for me, if I'm if I'm to set up my coach, my my best best player will go first. I'm saying now that Sadio Mane has won the best player of the tournament. Why Abu Bakr has won the highest goal scorer for Cameroon, and Mendy for for Chelsea and Senegal has won the best goalkeeper for the tournament. I want us to just talk briefly. I, I can see that there are some Barcelona fans here. I want us to, or Messi fans, I want us to talk Messi briefly so we can end the space. Freddie, Messi today for PSG. How I, I, I saw you were talking about him. So Oh, it? yeah. I, I said he was going to score. Did you see? I, I said he was going... I said I was watching him today and he was going to score and my, my man scored. Um, but yeah, it, it, was brill- it was absolutely brilliant today. But mate, you guys, let let's be honest, man. He's he's lost a little bit of I don't know. He's not <laughs> he's not as sharp as he wants to be yet. I would say, um, but I think the problem is possibly the the way the French league is. Has anyone noticed how tight they are in the midfield? And Messi is always he's always there. Like he, there's always no chance for him to even turn around. I don't know oh, if anyone has noticed it. Um, actually, if I'm going to make a comment on that, I think 
it also depends it's actually dependent on how um this guy is playing him if if we actually watch him at barcelona he he was was given this free role yeah like, he doesn't have that yeah. yeah and everyone knows something with messi he gives you the ball he wants just a touch touch it he's going to make the run returning back to him and the one thing also is the way psg the way they play um if you actually notice i think it was on i think it was around the 43rd minute or so messi had the ball there were like five defenders right for him the normal thing you would expect is where is everybody no one is running they were just static at the back he had mm-hmm. to like just come back and return the ball these guys do everyone knows something once messi is on the ball make a run he's going to find you like he's going to find you these guys have not yet gotten used to the fact that this is how messi plays and then he's been played on the right wing he's he has lost that pace he's not the player he was 5 6 years ago allow him to do his thing just free him let him do his thing and learn to play with him they've not learned that yet actually i think that's one of the problems he is having mm, this is something this is some sorry let me come here this is one thing i am thinking i'm thinking that pochettino does not want to build the team around him yeah it doesn't want to age because of his age because, and truly truly i don't think he's is i know it's messy is messy messy is very good and all that but like do you want to become the second barcelona that cannot function when Messi is not on form. So I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to allow the, all of them play. So and I also think ju- just like just like you said Freddy I, I don't I think that he has I I think that he has he has been unlocked. Lost a little bit. I think he's unlocked. Yeah. He has been yeah. he has been yeah. because yeah. he hit the bar nine times guy. Yeah. He has hit the bar nine times. He's performing in the in the Champions League is he's scoring there and all that but like in the league he has been very unlucky. But if you put his stats to game ratio, it's not so bad. He has just been having issues scoring. He plays well. He 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 really has a very poor game. I think the only poor game he had was the cup game that he lost on penalties. PSG. Yeah, I don't think it was very good there. But like when he plays, he will always deliver the passes. He will make the runs and all that. But like, and then of course PSG have have been terrible with finishing. Papi has not been all that with the finishing. Di Maria, Icardia. These are people that have missed like very big chances of of Messi as well. But let's see how this Champions League will be because they are playing Madrid, guys. Thoughts on that one, and Bubbles. Edmond, Edmond, before you be sorry, I, I don't know who I just thought of, but before we continue, I just wanted to say that I don't think uh, Poch has uh, the mentality or is trying not to build his team around Messi. I don't think that man has a structure for the way he wants it. <laughs> no, no let, let's let's be honest because PSG as a team is quite limited in midfield. They play better when Verratti plays. Watch all their games with Verratti and watch their games without him. Yeah, they 100% better, I agree. Yeah. They, they play better with Verratti on the pitch. But when he's not there, they have work horses. Now, nobody there's no creativity from the center. You're expecting someone to just give Mbappe the ball, let him run, shoot and score. That's what they've been doing all season. So there's there's no there's no structure to even build on to say you want to build the team around Messi and of course it will be stupid to to build your team around someone that is at the last leg of his career. It doesn't make any sense. But I I don't think the team itself has structure like what uh, I I don't know if it was Fred or um the other person that said you, he he when he gets the ball there's no support they don't make runs they just they just keep looking the, i i think it was the cup game Verratti gave him a pass and he was running vertically you you look what just free yourself for god's sake they just it, they, it's like they they're completely clueless and i think with time they will, they'll will find the rhythm he will start to um you know maybe give them a few pointers or just be more vocal. I think now he's still play, trying to play it safe. Like you know what? I, I know I'm that big boy, but come on, let me just be. They do not. They do not have that time, sadly, because they go and play Real Madrid very soon. Uh, Edmund, what what do you think? Messi scores fifteen. Fifteen goals is possible. Season. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Actually, actually, I don't know. I don't know about his goal when when towards the end of towards the end of last season, I started to see that. 
he does not have i don't think he has that hunger for goals anymore i, I don't just see that hunger for in the way he i think what and, and he has been saying it mostly in his career that like he's transitioning into more of being a provider now so when he went to psg and with Mpape, who is like literally one of the best finishers in the world i think that he has just relinquished that part of himself so i i don't know i don't have a, a goal target for him I just want him to be able I, I, I to get sixteen, sure. I, I think is he it? gets it. I think maybe not in the league, but in all competitions, Messi gets fifteen at the very yeah. least. I, I oh, think I he, already, he already has five in the Champions League, no? Five or four. And he has five. two in the league. Yeah, so that's seven. If he if he has five, there is light work now. Uh uh-uh. you know, fifteen now, fifteen now is 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 when are those fifteen going to come? Sorry, when is the other seven going to come? Is it going to come in the Champions League game in the round of 16? Is it going well, to be a crucial game? Or seven, is it going you, know to be a, you know what I think? Seven goals aren't a lot for a player of his caliber. Either he's interested in scoring or not. He just needs to to score a brace two times in two different games. And pretty much is halfway there. No, I'm not, Have you guys I'm not, noticed... I'm not, I'm not I, want, I wanted to say something there, Edmund. What, I yeah. think what I've noticed with Messi and PSG, the reason why he's doing well in the in Champions League is because they're playing um, other teams that, that come out to play football properly. Yeah, yeah. In space. yeah. And then in La Liga, mate, when I look at the, the, the midfield in La Liga, when, when Messi gets the ball, and I'm just like, where is this guy going to? You, you're, not, you're not going through that midfield. Because <laughs> it's, it's just always a lot of, there's just a lot of players every time he gets the ball. But in the Champions League, I've, I see the difference and I just see him with, a lot of space and having time to do stuff. The goal he scored against Man City. That's um, not, that, I don't, I don't think there. that's why, though. I think I think for me, it's just it's just the hunger. I think he wants to win that. The hunger, as well, yeah, the hunger is definitely. Yeah. But when, he, but Edmund, when when he plays a team like Manchester City, that that will stretch you, um, and PSG has just those number of central defensive midfielders that they always line up when they're playing in the Champions League. Messi has space. If you're if you're being honest, like I, I've seen that a lot. Like he sees he get, gets time on the ball to run in at defenders, and then they have to literally close him down. And then Mbappe is free as well. So it's either he's getting a goal or he's getting an assist in the Champions League. So I, I I'm expecting more from him in the Champions League, to be honest. All right, guys, thank you, thank you for coming on this space, Mister Situation. Good evening, sir. Good times, good times for everyone. Are you there now? Yo, big man. This is this is a really good evening for for all of us around here, man. We're we're, we're all feeling good. So, how was the game? Now, how was the game? What happened? I didn't see though. Oh man, a, a lot happened, man. A lot happened. We kept on, you know, trying to push. We we pushed really well. Things went bad, but we didn't fall apart at that point because this that was usually where where we start losing our you know our head, you know, when we concede a goal or when we get a red card and then. The, the players start forgetting what they're supposed to do so we did not do that today and that that is a big relief man that is a b- big relief for everyone I'm happy that we didn't capitulate I think in previous times especially on that command we would have because we always panic when all these things happen so I'm saying the red card but like I want you to talk about the performance how was the performance how did they play how did they attack we, oh. especially with the new signings coming in Oh, listen, man. Uh, first of all, Adama did it did what he came to do. You know, usually what what usually goes wrong with the uh, the game is we when we don't have anyone on the wings to push back on the opponent's fullbacks, and then we have to you know kind of stay in kind of a low block, which is not always good, and we end up concluding a lot of chances. But Adama stayed up there. You know, he was playing well with Danny Alves, and Danny Danny was just Danny. You know. Uh, they they say you know form is temporary but class is you know permanent and that that man is still is is thirty eight and he's still showing that to us and that's something that I think we should all appreciate like really really well but in terms of the the performance itself the the boys they they did really well they all did you know they the, there was a really good sequence of play we were not losing all the balls and you know trying to just put something together you could clearly see they had a plan. And this is all thanks to Xavi as well, because that that man has done something with this team, and we should we should, we really should you know stop giving him the stick like as as soon as we start you know having some issues. But you know, uh, Pedro was Pedro, Gavi, you know, Gavi and Agbero from from Lagos. But the the man the man <laughs> did he did what he came to do. You know, he, he was up there as well, trying his best. Ferran Torres, that 
I really like what he did today. You know, um, you know, I, I thought I thought after the red card, you know, he might go invisible again, like like what happened with uh, Bilbao in the in the Copa del Rey, but he did not. You know, he was he was out there. It was a very good outlet for for the defense. Every time we we won the ball back after the red card, and him and Aubameyang as well up front there, they were doing really well. Jordi Alba, this was one of his best games for Barcelona. I can I can definitely say that for a fact. You know, he he was it was out there. You know, just being being the best self of himself. Usually, we when we see Alba play really well, it's because Messi was you know always kind of you know being there servicing him and. Helping him get assists and that, but today he actually did really well. And someone that I, I, a really special mention is for Frankie De Jong. He, he's been getting a lot of aid recently from players, man, uh, from the the fans. Everyone, they're always on him. You know, eight to five million signing. He's not done that much, but that that man does his best. You know, he's 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 not he's not a you know a typical you know run up and down kind of player. He's usually for Ajax. He was always you know just sat down at the the, the DM role and just kind of like orchestrate the game, you know, let's know what we can do. But today, he was everywhere as well, you know. He was on the left flank or the right flank. He was playing with Arba. He was playing with Dani Alves. He, he was really, really in there. And that that is something that, you know, everyone needs to kind of, you know, just talk about because I can see that no one is tweeting about, you know, uh, Frankie de Jong saying that, you know, he's done really well. In in the other right. game, where he's, where he's not done his best, you know, they, they try to, like, just put too much on him. But in general, no, this I was think, a I good think, game. I think, I think that the people that have been castigating him or the people that have been... They've, they, they've, it's not an unfair criticism. He, no, 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 not particularly, you know. Uh, no, it's, it's not It's not unfair. They have I right. just, they have I don't like, like when they single him out. You know, when they single him out and, you know, try to put everything on him. That no, that really not, annoys me. See, it's not about singling him out. Look at the way he was playing at Ayas now. As he, as he on his own, I know the team has not really been been stable and all of that, but he hasn't lived up to the expectations as well. So the criticism is fair and I think he should he should push on with this. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree as well. But... Let's talk to another person. Drizzy, Alpha. Good evening. How are you doing now? How are you doing? Uh, I am very happy. I'm so excited. I have a little thing talk. to say. Um, okay, talk, look, talk to look, us. Talk look, to looking us. at the performance of Barcelona, everything is thanks to Xavi. I would give him about 90% of uh, the congratulations because he had two weeks to tell the boys exactly what he wants them to do and they did exactly that. I was so happy. Even after the red card, <laughs> I got scared a little bit because of Barcelona and how we we played in the past, but the, the, the composure they had on the field and everything. Although there were some clumsy tackles here and there, but I think Xavi has done a lot. He loves... So what, what, like what has impressed you the most? What impressed you the most about today's game? Um, I think the kids, the boys, were comfortable to express themselves on the pitch. That's all that matters. Over the years, Barcelona couldn't have scored a goal without um, Messi being part of it. Messi not part of Barcelona game and you realise that there's nobody up front to do anything. We have played without um, up front for a while and today I'm happy for Fogus. I'm so excited. I'm very, very excited. Although who impressed I, you the most today? Who impressed me the most? Yeah. Oh, that kid. That um, Gavi kid. That Gavi kid. I mean, for his height and how he scored that goal. He... he he impressed me the most, and also Adama Tuari. His first game Adama back Tuari. at yeah, his first game back at Camp Nou. He did great. He did great. Although when he gets into the final third, I don't know whether he'll be lost of uh, ideas, but I think with time he'll pick up. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you for talking. Yeah. Um, let's speak to Dennis. Dennis, good evening. Yeah, good evening, bro. What's up? How are you doing? I'm very well, man. I'm I'm very happy to actually be talking here this evening. Barcelona made me very happy in a long while. <laughs> were you expecting that performance? Nowhere, nowhere, man. And see, the most important thing was the fact that I couldn't single out anybody to actually heap praises for. It was a team effort. Even after the red card, we still played like a team. That was the most important thing for me. Okay, so 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 you're happy with the way they moved the ball, the way they scored, the way they defended, yeah? Yeah, see Ferran Torres. We when we were one man down, trust me, when they brought up, uh, when they brought off Adama Traore, I was thinking uh, it should be Ferran Torres going off. But the way he actually defended, Ferran was running back for the team. Then see Dijong, his ball holding and moving the ball around. I was really impressed with the whole team today, actually. Okay, so so what? how are you feeling now about our season? Because now we're up to fourth. I think we're just we're two points ahead of Atletico Madrid because everybody's talking about our season is this. People have also forgotten that we had to sack Coman, I think, in the middle of November, around 
middle November year. So Xavier has not even stayed in the team for up to three, four months fully. You get no preseason. But we are still ahead of Atletico. I think we're ahead of them with two points. We're, we're fourth in the league now. So what are you expecting for the season? For After me, this performance? Yeah, for me, yeah, for, with this match, I kind of feel like our season just started, honestly speaking, because I feel like Xavier had not had enough time with these boys. And yet, he has um, actually told them what he wants and everybody is abiding by what he wants and there's an improvement from everybody. Look at our signings, these January signings. Almost all the signings are more like makeshift signings. They are not really priority signings. Do you understand? And yet, okay. we can still actually make do with these players because of the philosophy of the team. So, honestly, I, I think we're going to make the top four. There's no even doubt about that. I'm watching Betis match now and I'm hoping the way I'm watching everything, the way I'm seeing everything, we can even move up to third if this if we keep this um, performance consistent. And I believe it will get better. Okay. okay let, let me ask another person. Hola, 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 good evening, sir. Uh, good evening. What's up? Good evening, Edmund. How are you doing now? I'm happy. Okay, well, let me talk to Raphael again because I actually enjoy talking to you. Raphael. Yeah, big man. Yeah, so talk about our Champions League campaign. How how do you feel about that? Because I know the way I feel about that. I want to know how you feel about that Champions League campaign. Honestly, man, it's it's been a disaster. You know, this is this is not something that is easy to hide. I think obviously uh, things things have been going wrong for so long. Just for the past three, four years, every decision they've made at the club has been really, really disturbing. We've had a shitty president. We've had, you know, uh, just everyone trying to go against the club. Messi left. They're, you know, it's it's a lot going on, and we we tried our best to like, you know, try and keep it together. A lot of a lot of people switched, you know, teams. Some are Man City fans now, which is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not naming anyone. I'm just saying, but I yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, the, the the whole experience has been really eye-opening for all of us. You know, we, we've seen that. We've seen what we used to be. We've seen what can, what can happen to us if we, you know, if we don't take care. We've seen how low, you know, we can go. But now we're on the come up, you know. We're trying we're trying to pull ourselves together. It, it's something that I'm, I'm really happy about, especially with the way it is now. But for the Champions League, you know, the, the whole campaign itself, I, there, was a, there was a big element of, you know, just being unlucky around there. Every time we, we get so close, yeah, we're so far away. It, it's something that, you know, I, I really I really found annoying and just sad to watch. I, I could not stop watching, the, you know, the, the team play. I can't say I'm not going to watch Barcelona to play you know i said that a few times but i just end up going back and watching the games anyway but you know honestly man honestly that that is not something that that we we wanted to keep up but you know now this is this is something that you know that we can look forward to you know we've seen these boys play you know we've seen atletico madrid play we know how good they can be you know even though they can be a bit defensive but you know the the whole take on the on the champions league you know situation is we when when we when we go back hopefully you know uh, next year, we we're, we're, we're sh- we should be going back with, with a lot of force. You know, we're, we're we're going there with something to prove. We're not we're not a small club. You know, even even though we're, we're currently playing in Europa League, we're, we're a big team. We're some you know we're a team that that contends for every title. So you know the way things have gone recently, it's been bad enough. But you know now now we can we can say you know confidently that something is going to change, you know, and we can we can clearly see that it is changing. So, hopefully, you know, everything just turns around completely. Alright, alright. Let's talk to Eric. Eric, you've been signaling to talk. I've given you the mic. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Edmond, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Good evening. Good evening, Chief. <laughs> we are back up. Spread the word. Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to spread the word. See, um, for me, this is it, right? <clears throat> Since we brought in Zavi, I already knew. I already knew that things were going to change. And from every game, it's been beyond every game that Zavi has played, you have seen the intentionality with the way we play. What he wants to do is so clear. He came in and he said, see, we have to win the ball. We have to win those games. The passion is even way more different than it was under Koeman. If not for anything, the way these boys now play these matches like they want to win. We didn't see this on the Kuman now. Zavi has taught them how to play the back away. The tactics, he the first thing he got right was the midfield. He already knew. We have fine players in the midfield, though still very young, but we have fine players. Every game he has built Zavi, um, Gavi and Pedri and Busquets and Nico. He's made them familiar with each other, learning to wield the ball and press high. What we were lacking for a while was the attack. Abdi was not doing it. I knew that Abdi had to go. 
if we wanted to make significant progress. If we had Adama Chauri, bro, Edmond, you know, we would still be in the Champions League. We'll I, don't that, so I don't know that, though. I don't know that. I don't know that. Let me say this here. Let me say this here. Let me say this here about my relationship with Adama Chauri. This is it. I... I know he's very fast, and I know that he could dribble. But his end product always frustrates me. And I don't like. I don't wait now. I'm coming. I don't. I don't like players that cannot be effective. So it's someone like you have all that pace, you have all that, but you and you cannot channel it towards doing something productive. Okay, so I, I did this episode on my podcast last week. Let me share it on the group. I did it with. I named it Old Greenwood. So in the podcast now, me and my guys, we talked about. Um, we talked about the Greenwood incident, we talked about AFCON, we talked FPL, and we just talked about some other, like, random stuff, yeah? Yeah, but one of my friends actually now explained to me what Zavi's plan for for Adama Traore was, you get. So I've decided to just put my sentiment aside, but I'm happy I'm hearing that he did very this, well today, and a lot of people are saying that it looks like he's going to be very Edmund, good. Edmund, this, this is what I think the plan for Adama is. If you look back to when... Um, Del Bosque used to coach Spain to the World Cup and every traditional tiki-taka pattern. When you play the ball a lot in the midfield, you need somebody on the wings. We wanted to do that with Abdi. It was not working. Abdi cannot get past the player. In as much as Adama's, um, Adama Chauri's end, um, end product is not the best, we are confident that he can take on one player. One player is enough. With the way we hold possession, you just need to beat one man. Put in a good ball, or you have somebody at the end of the look at the goal that Gavi scored today. It was just Adama's ability to beat that guy. That was it. It was clear. He is not the most aesthetically pleasing player. Definitely he's not. He's not the most brilliant of players. But he's strong on the ball. He supports his right back and he can beat a player. Even if he's once. We needed that for a pretty long time. Those games against Alaves that we that we struggled to score a goal. Those games, the one that there was a particular game I can't remember the opposition. We had Dembele on that wing. He was seeing so much space. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't even get past the player. Just look at today, Adama's first game. He was able to beat him also a couple of times, and that led to at least two goals. That was important for us. And going forward all through the season, that is going to be very important for us. Okay. I knew that. I knew Zavu would improve our team. It was so I knew, sure. I knew, I knew. I think it was very... Me, I was part of the people that was always clamoring for. Koman needed to go. He wasn't... Koman needed to go, bro. He doesn't have the mentality it takes to... He have the pattern. His club is too big for him. Um, Raphael, you talked about how things have gone very bad for us. I think that it was good to fair to the Europa League. I think that if we didn't, if we didn't fall, we may not have known... Messi carried us a lot. Messi papered I think that too. Cracks. He papered too many cracks. So him leaving was actually good for us. And I actually wanted him to only leave the season earlier, said, because you need to move on from, from being a one-man team. And now, I'm happy that, okay, yes, we don't have Messi, but we're rebuilding. It's going to take time, but eventually, and you all can start to see it, we've, we've gotten it right by getting a proper coach. Javi is the proper coach. He has the right mentality. He's a winner, and he knows Barcelona, you get. And obviously, he has the respect of the, of the club and the fans, so they are going to back him which is the most important thing. And I like, I like, who, who else liked the transfer window? Bro, see, the, the, the intentionality in the transfer window was what I love the most. Us getting players that we knew that we needed. Xavier Hernandez knowing that I need this kind of player. We went with kind of players and Luke Dijon just so it's to feel like we signed players. It was, this is the one. And luckily for us, Adama also wanted to come to Baka because I don't know how we pulled that deal off and, and showed so Tottenham away. He's from Barcelona, so I think he's the one. Yes, to come so back that home. desire to come back home was huge for us. And Obama Young, bro, the page not even play. As far as he's out injured, look at the football we are playing. Spread okay, the so world, we back up, we back up. So, I, I, do you want us to win the Europa League? Um, honestly, I don't want to get too excited yet. I just want the beautiful football to continue. Now, with the players we've brought in, before now, I didn't think we should. But with the players we've brought in, we've brought in a couple of experienced players who would not mind to have a trophy. You get these players, players like Adama and Obama. Will, and, I, be bad, will I be a bad person if I say I do not want us to win the Europa I felt the same way too. I do, yo, you will not be a bad person. And I used and I felt the same way too. Let's hear let's let's from Let's hear from Freeman. Okay. Freeman, what's good? Good evening. How fun are you there? I'm fine. How are you doing? Thank God for life. I say, how are you feeling after this game? What do you think about Barcelona and the Europa League? Ah, like, I feel so great, you know, like, 
I could not believe what I saw. You know, I was, I was, I was seeing the match. I was like, like, is it Barcelona playing? I was just so shocked. Seriously, like after we scored our fourth goal, I said, Baka, like, is this really Baka? Wow. Like, and where are we? I really like it. Like, if 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 we can win the Europa League, I, I would like it because because for next season it will be a big boost for the team and for Xavi. Like, it will be like it will be like it will be the confidence of, of everybody. Like, seriously, like, I'm, 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 I'm looking at you. I'm King King Maxine. I'm looking at your at your bio and I'm saying that you are a Barcelona and Man City fan. So are you a? <laughs> you know, um, um, the thing is, uh, I'm not really. <laughs> The reason why I like Man City is because of Pep Guardiola, you know. So you know, um, you know, I support like I support Man City in Premier League, but 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 true, like I'm really a cooler, you know, from a, a diehard Barcelona fan from the get <laughs> Okay, so I want to give my opinion on why I feel and why I don't want. I I was feeling like we did not have the squad to compete for the Europa League and compete for a top four. And if you ask me which one is more realistic, I will say us going through the league. I think that is it will be easier for us to just put all of our focus because of the Europa League now you get to play on Thursday so you travel on Wednesday you travel to the country on Thursday you finish on Thursday you come back to Spain Friday morning Friday evening so you have only on Saturday to train you get and football is very very difficult now if we I think that if we stay in the Europa League for a long time the possibility of us finishing in the top four could be very very difficult i did not watch today's game so i cannot say on our performance but I, you a lot of people are saying it was good it was good i think it was very good but is that enough start praising him backer supporters like who in um, yeah. edmund i i believe we can repeat this performance i mean just i mean like I just wish you just watch the match. Like I, I mean, uh, you are one of the you are one of the um, the backers supporters like who like who don't who criticize the signing of Adama. Yeah, I know, right? And I even yeah, yeah. I, I had I had a screenshot of your post that time. You know, I was like, I will put like I will retweet that tweet once you start like once you start praising him because like, I, I I love I love the signing. I love all the three signings. Yeah, because I I, I believe we can make the four and and, and still go in the way to to win the Europa League. Because we okay, have this Let's Yeah, Edmond. Also, before you talk, make I just promote my podcast, Shop Shop. See, guys, I have a podcast, and you guys should support support me by listening to it. Support me by sharing it. It's the number one football podcast, and I've actually made about 51 content. 51, no, 53. 53 episodes. So, like, it's not just football. I do football. So, tomorrow now, I'm supposed to make a football episode and publish, yeah? So every Monday I make a football episode where I get fans from the two biggest clubs that play that weekend and then we get to talk about what happened in football from all the leagues, all the talking points. And then on Friday I do a lifestyle episode. So the last episode I made is on real estate. The last episode I made is on real estate. You guys should listen to it. A lot of amazing. I brought a real estate expert to come and talk. I've done an Instagram episode. For people that want to be influencers, you want to build your brand on brand on social media. I've done that. I've also brought Fire Do Boy. I don't know everybody on Twitter Nigeria should know Fire Do Boy. There's an episode with him there on Twitter as well. So please I am begging you to to listen or share it or listen and share anyone. So yeah I'm Freeman you want to say something? Yeah uh, overall it was a good performance uh, uh before the match yeah, yeah, the line up talk on you wanted to talk on our chances in the Europa League and top four. What I saw, the, I think we have a chance if you can go past Napoli. I th- Eric, please answer that. What do you think about his thoughts on Pedri? Eric, Pedri. No, Pedri had a good game. I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. I think Pedri came off when um, Danny was carded, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so Pedri had a good game. Not maybe not the best on the pitch. I'm, but Pedri I'm, not, had a I'm very not saying good game. I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. Go and go and actually go and check the number of goals he lose. Go and check it. He lost a lot of. He lost potential a lot. And and, I, and I, he was part of. You also take note. I, you may be right, but also take note that he was part of the wing in the first half that produced the most chances. That wing was working. Pedri, the torch from Pedri, Dani Alves, and Adama. They were playing beautiful football on that wing, and it was flowing. Yes, you might say Pedri lost a couple of balls, but every other person lost balls. Sergio Busquets lost the most balls, in my opinion. Did you not watch Sergio Busquets? He Pedri lost. Pedri lost. Sergio Busquets. 
in the in decisive areas. He lost one in, in the final four. He lost a lot of one in the final four. He's not, he's not only about losing the goal. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, so let's talk about another issue that has been that has been plaguing Barcelona Twitter for a while now, and the Barcelona fans and everything. Dembele, Usman Dembele. I want somebody to. I want to hear what Raf thinks about that Dembele situation. Raf, uh, listen, man. For for a minute there, I, for, I forgot he was a player for Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's a he's a good player. He's he's someone that you know when he's on the pitch, you can you can see what he's trying to do. You can see how how well he's trying to do it as well. But you know he he loses a lot of balls as well. But I, but there's a point that I want to reiterate for everyone here. If if you see any any kind of player that is the main creator for for a club, you should expect that player to lose a lot of balls because they will try Thank things you that much. you should not Thank expect. So Thank if players much. are Thank losing you balls, you know, you you can you can see when a player loses balls where, you know, it's just unnecessary. But if it's someone that is trying to connect a pass, a line-breaking pass, you know, a defense-breaking pass, a long ball, these are things that they need to do. If they don't do this, you, we're, we're never going forward. To get 10 over 10. Exactly. So you should, you should just expect, you should expect players to lose balls. Pedri's performance today, you know, it was good. He was just a bit tired, as, you know, everyone could see in the second half, which is why Xabi took him off. But, you know, the, the whole point of, you know, Dembele here is that, you know, we, he just he needs to go. He's, he's someone that, he's, he's done quite a lot for the club. You know, when he came in. But, he hasn't done shit. Wait, listen. He hasn't done shit. Listen, listen. Easy, easy. I have, I, have, I, have a, I have a good reason for saying that. What I'm, what I'm trying to pit this against what we've done for him, you know. Um, he's, he's a play, when he came in, you know, the, we, he, he won a cup for us, right? With, with, against Sevilla with his goal. Okay. He, he did that. That was something that, you know, we, we all appreciated because we, we really had nothing coming out of that game. And he did, you know, but we've done way too much for him, for for him to now turn around now and be as ungrateful as he's, he's been right I now. Like, I don't like, I don't like that you say you've, he's done a lot. He's done a lot for the club. He's messy. He's Zavi. No, no, well, okay, maybe I may, have, I, I may have over-exaggerated we, that, you know. Which, exactly, that's what I'm saying, you know, for, for when you compare what he's done and what we've done for him, it just, it does not match up. What he's doing now is very ungrateful to the club. We've spent exactly, so much time in, we've invested so much in him, you know, so much time, so much effort. We, we supported him through everything that he's been through. You know, Messi was there for him, the fans were there for him, the, the club facilities were there for him. But, you know, now he's, he's, he's trying to act like he doesn't have a hand in what is going on. You know, he's trying to behave like he's just here to play football and everything else does not concern him. We've seen players that, have, you know, they've, they've shown what they want to do. They're saying, all right, I want to play for this club. You know, Araujo, for example, he's, he's told his agents, right? He said he's not going anywhere. Whatever happens, they need to come to a decision, but he's not leaving. If you're a player that wants to stay at the club, you would say that. You know, you would definitely come out and say that I want to stay. The statement he put out a, a couple of weeks ago, that was just a that was a bullshit statement that he was just he's trying to cover foolish, himself. He's a very foolish man. It let was me, just let a, me yeah. Eric has to say about this situation. Eric, please. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Edmond. I think it's epic. Very so why is it Eric? Why is it Eric? I'm confused. I didn't know you're talking to me. So um, Dembele, in my opinion. Dembele can get the fuck out. No offense, no disrespect. How can... Dembele has embarrassed. Dembele has literally embarrassed Baka these past few weeks, man. He has consistently himself and his agent. He's completely he's, he's completely like removed himself from the situation. Like he doesn't have to say exactly what Rafael said and allowing his agent to go back and forth with the board and all that. That is irresponsible. This is Dembele that has not played. 10 consecutive or 15 consecutive matches in the season. Every season, one injury or the other. Dembele still cost us the game against Liverpool. I'll say it to you tomorrow. Yes. We had Dembele in the first leg, finish the finish oh, that game, two clear cut chances. And Dembele, and, and Dembele, uh, hold, and, let me finish, Chief. Let me no, finish, no, Adolf. No, no, no. Let me finish, Adolf. Hold on, I beg, I beg. Just allow me. Dembele has had the Dembele has had the opportunity. This season, without Messi, to do it all, to give us a reason to want to pay him 500, 500k a week. But this season, he has been abysmal. When Zavi came to Baka, Dembele was the first player Zavi praised. 
He was the first. He was ready to build that team around Dembele as his best player. But Dembele has been completely abysmal under Xavi Hernandez. It's, it's been shameful. We cannot have, we have, we've had Dembele all season. I've been struggling to score. We've still been expecting... Goals have still come from Nico and Gavi and, Pe, and, and even more, most recently Pedri. But we've had Dembele all through. Even Fati. Even Fati. Even Fati, bro. Fati has not even played... You know, as I have the number of matches as Dembele, but he's been very resourceful. He has created, he has assisted, he scored goals. Dembele has been shit. Then your agent now comes and is now embarrassing the club and taking us through the cleaners. Bro, he let's, can get down. Let's hear from Sammy. has been wanting to talk since Samuel Charles. Good evening. I think we're, we're going to end this space. Good evening. Please, my podcast, my podcast, the link to listen, I've made it available on all the platforms. So this is not a case of, oh, I don't have a way to access it. All you have to do to access it is click the link on my bio. You will see all the platforms there. You will see support space. If you want to support the show, you can do that. But I'm not asking you to give me money. Just actually listen to one episode. You will like it and then please help me share. So, Charles, please, we'll talk to you and then we'll talk to Brilla. Brilla, we won't talk to you. So Charles, please, right. you want to Wait, Somebody said that if you think twice about playing for Barcelona, then you should not be playing for Barcelona. Facts. Dembele has had the goodwill of Barcelona since the day he joined Barcelona and he has not made it good. Yeah. Hi, this is Archie. Okay, talk. What are no. you going to say? Talk, talk. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh... I think it's it's best to give credit to Zavi for thank you very much for helping giving me the opportunity to talk. It's it's best to give Zavi you know the kudos for the tactical know-how to win this game. It was won tactically, as far as I'm concerned. When the lineup was chosen and Gavi was put in, in place of uh, a winger, so we had four midfielders in the middle of the pack. Uh, we were confused on what he was trying to do, but. What he did was flood the middle, control the game, possess the ball, frustrate Atletico, yeah. and win the game. So that's exactly what happened. And the young, uh, the young was absolutely incredible. The young literally was babysitting Busquets all through the game. It's it's good to you point that out. So we need to have a replacement for Busquets by summer as soon as possible. For the Dembele situation, Dembele is gone as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's it's as obvious as light. Dembele is gone. He has to contend. Would it would it make sense? Would it make sense if Zavi still uses him this season? Because I'm hearing well, that Zavi doesn't mind. Well, business wise, because a club is run by with money and you are still paying Dembele's salary, so it's counterproductive not to use him. You know, but the truth is, look at the papers. Dembele is not as good as a prime Ansu, a prime Faran, a prime Dipe, a prime Adama, which is scary today because I never thought Adama could bring so much productivity to that game against a Dembele in that pitch. So Adama was the straw that broke the camel's back. Adama is giving more productivity than Dembele right now. I think, it was, I think it was the fact that Dembele... They decided to have issues with the Dembele that they decided to won't get Adama. So yeah, that was, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They tried to force his hand to be able to see if he could, you know, leave or you know renew his contract, and he still remained in the club. So Adama is ahead of Dembele right now. Abde is ahead of Dembele right now. So I don't see him make, getting into the team. I don't know what Zav is still seeing in Dembele. I get he brings something to the team in that no other person brings. The pace the unpredictability. But I mean, if Baka is playing this good and we can get our midfield in check, we can get our defence in order, we would end up just paying that salary and wasting that money because the belly is useless to this team as we speak. Honestly All right. speaking. Alright, thank you for coming. Thank you for speaking. And Samuel, let's allow you to finish. Alright, uh, like I was saying, the billion has been more of a liability to Barcelona than an asset. Because basically, they say anytime he go on injury, he comes back and there's a new coach in Barcelona. For the amount of money that guy is earning, like, he doesn't have an excuse. Basically, he doesn't have an excuse. We have the best medical facility and he has been opportune to be using it. Do we, and do we have the best? Do we have the best? Yes. Bas- always getting How do we no, have actually, Barcelona medical facilities are actually rated as one of the best in the sports world, not just in football. 
what the, the point is that uh, Dembele is basically a liability to Barcelona. Now, I was hoping that with the exit of Messi, he would step up and maybe even try to earn the respect that seemed to cloud his personnel, but he has basically not been doing anything in that direction. Look at Ansu Fati coming on and off of injury and performing as if he has been with the, with the team for a very long time. And if Ansu Fati had more playing time and is more fit, I don't think anybody will be looking at Dembele as a feature of Barcelona. And basically, this guy, is, his, his wage bill is something else. For somebody who does not play football, his wage bill is, is something else. And Baka can definitely do without him. Yeah, we, we talked, me and my friends, and my friend actually explained the reason why Dembele is asking for more wage. It makes sense that at he's, he's nearing his prime, in quotes, because this is the age where, as a footballer, you need to get, this is the age where you need to get that big paycheck. And he is saying that a lot of people now are no longer looking at football the way football now is a business. That's why you see a lot of very half-baked, half-baked footballers. They are just in there for the money. Blasisi, you are listening to me. You Chelsea, you people have um, you people have um, what's his name? Carbohydrates. CHO that is just there chopping money. They are not doing anything. Like so, for them, it's just business. It's business. And, see, so they want to get that paycheck. They want to get that pick check, so it's not a case of oh loyalty. Baka will not. Baka will definitely not have a problem of paying Dembele whatever he thinks he, he earns. Uh, that is if he's showing the working on the pitch. Exactly, but he hasn't done shit. He hasn't he done has, anything he has to earn what he has, he, has, he has given us. So why? Why is the balls for me, Seth? I don't want him to stay. I want him to get the fuck out. All right, guys. Ralph, Ralph, any last words? Last words so we can end this space. I'm very grateful for you guys that have come to listen to me. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm very grateful. Please, please check out my podcast. It's very interesting. I bring different guests. You will like it. Help me. Support the dream. It's the number one football podcast. Before somebody will come and take the title from me, so you push should help. So, Ralph, any last words so we can end? Uh, yeah, well, listen, uh, I think we should we should all really be grateful for, you know, for how the club has been run currently in, in the like, hands of likes of Laporta and, you know, you know, Alemani. a lot of people were doubting him when he first came, and he lost definitely, him. And you know, we like, what was wrong with you people? Can't you definitely, know? we all we all saw, you know, shades of, uh, you know, someone trying to run it back to, you know, the good old days, which apparently he's able to do, and he has currently been doing that for, you know, for the past few months, and that is something that we all really appreciate. So we all just need to start looking. Yeah, sponsorship deals for Yeah, that is coming through. We, you know, we, we're we're getting more. I mean, we're listen, like I said earlier. We're a big club, yeah. We, we we have the fans. We will always get the best, you know, from from wherever it is that it's coming from. But we, you know, we just need to start looking into the future now. We're here. We're we're ready to fight. You know, the fans are here to support them. They know that we are here. So we just we all just need to collectively, you know, just uh, you know, being in sync. Let's let's not fight each other every time. Because when I get on Twitter and you know you see someone comparing Gavi to Pedri, like what? What exactly is your problem? These kids that they're, they're 17 years old. Let them play what they want to play. Let them enjoy the game. You see what they bring, what they offer, and you know you can you can definitely. Well, you can't do any of that first of all. So you know you you know just comparing them is it's quite useless. So let let's abstain from fighting each other. You know let's just kind of just get in sync with ourselves, push the team, support the team. Let's not insult them at every chance we get. Criticism is all right, you know, that is fine, definitely. But don't take it too far. Start, you know, there's no need to start DMing, you know, players and, and cussing them out. That's just useless. But, you know, in in, in, the, in the best words that I can say is, you know, Barca is back. You know, you feel me? We're, we're, we're here. We're definitely going to push forward. So, uh, Barca, man. make mouth. <laughs> we have to we have to if, right, we don't, if we don't do it they won't <laughs> alright guys it's been fun talking with you guys I'll see you for another right. time now thank you hey, boys. Anyway. so yeah guys I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation I know I did big shout out to everybody that came on my twitter space yesterday to talk to me I really enjoyed it I appreciate you guys coming to talk. Um, please share the podcast. Share the podcast. Don't listen to this premium content alone. A lot of people have this tendency to want to. They discover new things and they don't want other people to to listen to the things that they are doing as well. So please share the 
podcast if you like it send it to a football person send it to your football groups tell them to come and vibe with Mandoris. we are the number one football podcast and we're going to keep making premium more premium content so you can subscribe if you want to get the podcast or you want to tell anybody about the podcast tell them about my page on twitter or instagram at edmond Oris. on my bio there's a link tree profile there once you click on it you're going to see all the podcast platforms that my podcast is available on there's apple podcast is on spotify is on google podcast is on audio mac is on desire is on soundcloud is basically is everywhere and then all they have to do is to select the platform that they have and they will see all the episodes this is the 54th episode so that's a lot of content for people to binge listen to um guys the merch is coming out i've been designing some of them and it's take it's been taking that's what i've been doing for most of the most of my time lately and of course the cost but like the merch is coming out it's not going to be available for ordering until april and this is february i'm telling you guys now so you can start saving i don't want to hear issues you will have to help me support the podcast and the show because we want to start making the video part of the podcast you get so morning that i'm going to get from sending the matches will be put back into the podcast to make you know to make us better and of course the course as well for podcasters if you know anybody that wants to start you could have a football podcast you could have a podcast with your friends you got there's a lot of money to be made in podcasting a lot like I keep saying, podcasting could be what you do for the rest of your life. So if you know anybody that is good with words, that is good with talking and hosting, they don't have to go and work in the radio station. They can have their own radio station in their home. You get because I did the entire of my season one podcast on my phone. You get what I'm saying? So the course is on how to launch, how to market, and how to monetize your podcast. So we're gonna help be helping people with content. We're gonna be helping them set up their social media presence and social media content and branding basically so it's a whole lot so and we're going to be giving free, free one month coaching to the first 10 people as well so part of the offer is also we're going to be having monthly webinars for podcasters in the community so we're going to be teaching them on twitter how to use twitter to promote how to use instagram how to use tiktok i'll be bringing experts from time to time to come and talk to people in the community so it's a lot if you know anybody tell them they will not want to miss this offer friday for february 11th guys so don't let me allow you guys enjoy your week check out the last podcast we did on, on real estate there's a massive opportunity there's massive a lot of wonderful information that you will not want to miss out as well so i'll see you guys on friday god bless you